Welcome to this week's edition of the All Saints Lutheran Church podcast. All Saints is a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. We are located in Davenport, Iowa. Each week we bring you the digital edition of the weekly sermon. Enjoy! The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. The next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and declared, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but I came baptizing with water for this reason, that, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John testified, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I myself have seen and have testified that this is the Son of God. The next day, John again was standing with two of his disciples, and as he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, Look! Here is the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw them following, he said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? And he said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated anointed. He brought Simon to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You are to be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Excuse me, I'm sorry. There is an old African-American spiritual. I, I texted Matt on this yesterday a couple different times. And, and now I'm, I'm curious as to whether or not we were talking about two different songs or the same song. I'm not going to sing it for you um, because I don't know it quite that well. But it's called, the one I know is called Ain't Got Time to Die. And the lyrics in it go like this. Been so busy praising my Jesus. Been so busy working for the kingdom. Been so busy work, serving my master. Ain't got time to die. Is it the same one? Okay. And then it goes on with, if I don't praise him, if I don't serve him, the rocks are going to cry out. Glory and honor, glory and honor. Ain't got time to die. And this is a fabulous song. I love the song. It, it's wonderful. And, and all you have to do is YouTube it, and there's hundreds of versions on YouTube right now. And they're amazing. I didn't find one that I didn't like. Um, but it's amazing. So I challenge you to go find that this afternoon at some point and turn up your speakers loud. Um, because it is that African-American spiritual, you know? And, and you can't listen to it and sit still. It's just one of those that just gets you moving and swinging. Because... <clears throat> Excuse me, Ariana, go get me a drink of water, will you please? It happens to be one of those songs that the words, even the words in it, but also the music, you can just tell that the writer was filled with such joy and excitement and enthusiasm for Jesus, and it comes out in that music. And the bottom line is, what, what the writer is telling us, the composer is telling us, is that if you understand that Jesus loves you, 
You can't sit still. You got to be out doing stuff and there ain't time to die because we got stuff we got to do and it ain't about sitting still in a pew or anywhere else, but you got to be doing the things God has called you to do. And the bottom line is that's who Andrew is. Andrew is a guy who can't sit still. And we have Andrew comes to us three times in John's gospel. I want you to reach forward and grab those Bibles in front of you. Grab them in front of you. That's why we got them. God loved Pershing and his family for donating those to us. I want you to turn to John chapter 1. So that's in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Turn, and actually we're going to look at this passage that we have before us this morning. But Andrew is mentioned by name, thank you, Ariana, three times in John's gospel. And three times he does something pretty cool. And this is how Andrew is known. So, John chapter 1, and in particular, I want you to look at verse 40. Okay? Got it? Verse 40. And it's okay to mark in these Bibles. That's all right if you circle it. And at verse 40, it says, One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was who? Andrew, this is the guy we're talking about this morning. Simon Peter's brother. He first found who? Simon. And what's he say to Simon? We have found the Messiah. So the first thing Andrew does is he goes off after he's seen Jesus for the very first time. We're in the first chapter of John. Andrew has just met Jesus in John's gospel. And the first thing he does after he's met Jesus is he goes and he gets his brother and he says, Look! We have found the Messiah. This is what Andrew does. Whenever the one thing, the calling that Andrew has is clear, he brings people to Jesus. The next time we see Andrew is in chapter 6. So turn to chapter 6 if you would. See, I cheated and I knew I had I was going to do this and I did posty notes. Um, but if you look at chapter 6, verse 7. So just a few pages ahead. Okay, chapter 6, verse 7. It says... Philip answered him, and you're going to know in just a minute what story we're in. Philip answered him, six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get even a little. What story is this? Yeah, feeding the 5,000, okay? So they're sitting on the hill, and there's all these people around, and they all are supposed to, the disciples are supposed to find food for these people to eat. And Philip answered him, look, six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get even a little. And one of his disciples, who? Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, says to him what? There's a boy here. It's Andrew who gets the little boy and brings him to Jesus with the bread and the fish that he ends up blessing and it feeds all these thousands of people. So the first time we have Andrew is Andrew brings to him who? His brother, right? And the next time we have Andrew bringing... A little boy. Now, you have to understand, we have moved from the highest rank in society, an adult male, down to a male child, right? Well, let's take a look at who Andrew brings to Jesus next, and that's in chapter 12. Chapter 12, verse 20. This is the third time Andrew is mentioned by name in John's gospel. Chapter 12, verse 20. You there? Now among those who went up to worship at the festival were who? Greeks. Now you have to understand, Greeks are not Jews. 
okay? These are the people who live on the wrong side of the tracks, on the other side of the street, if you will, on the other side of the river or on the other side of the Sea of Galilee. These are the people the Jews are not supposed to associate with. So we have moved from an adult male to a boy male or a child male, and now we've moved to Greeks, okay? We've moved to people we're not supposed to associate with. And they come to Philip. The Greeks come to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and they say to Philip, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Well, Philip kind of panics. And Philip doesn't know quite what to do, and so Philip went and tells who? Andrew. And then Andrew and Philip went and did what? They went and told Jesus, and they end up taking all the Gentiles that came seeking Jesus. It is now Andrew who takes all those Gentiles to Jesus. This is what Andrew does. He's so excited about having met Jesus. He has this fire in his belly, and he can't help himself. Every chance he gets, he's got to bring somebody else to Jesus. He's so excited. He can't stand it. He can't sit still. Let me tell you a story about... You've all heard me talk about my friend, Pastor Danita, right? And some of you have met her. Well, Pastor Danita has this young woman in her congregation. And she's probably only been coming for about three months, right? She's new to the faith. She's recently been baptized. She's been coming every single Sunday for the last three months. And a few weeks ago, she was baptized. She didn't grow up as a Christian. She didn't grow up in the church. She had very little acquaintance with it. And the truth be told... This woman has what some would say a really sordid background, you know? Um, She has four children, all from different daddies, some of which she was married to, some of which she wasn't. She has a history of drugs and alcohol. She has a history of her kids being with her and then her kids being taken away. Her kids can't be with any of their fathers. She's been in and out of jail. I think my husband's probably dealt with her once or twice. That happens when you live in a small town and you're married to the assistant chief of police. But this woman has a sister, and her sister's been nagging at her for a long time, saying, just come to church with me. The kids will love it. Just come. You'll really like her. You'll really like Pastor Danita. Come to church. She preaches in a way you can really understand her. Come. You'll like it. And finally, I don't know if the woman just broke down or what the deal was, but she, she went with her. And Danita must have been on that day or something, or at least she spoke to that woman's heart. And she's been coming back every day since. She's met with Danita a couple times, told her her story. And now she's so excited. She's wanting to do anything she possibly can at the church. And her kids are involved in in confirmation, and her her kids are doing this, that, and the other thing, and she's now singing in their choir, and, and she's so excited. And it's not that, like, her life is magically fixed. That's not what I'm saying here, because it's not. But what happened was that she heard the gospel message. And part of what she shared with Pastor Danita was, for the first time in my life, I believe that somebody loves me in spite of who I am and because of who I am all at the same time. And I believe that God forgives me and and all the dumb things I've done in my past. And it's okay. And I, I, I get, I have a God who loves even me. 
And she goes, and she says this one thing that I think was just so funny, and, and Danita shared with it at tech study, and we all kind of chuckled. The woman then, as she was telling Pastor Danita, she goes, you know, I just find now that I just want to, I, I want to help out, and I, I'm telling people about the church, and I'm inviting them to come to church, because it seems like, well, I just got this whole case of can't help sits. <laughs> and we laughed about that, and thought, man, if we could just have a whole congregation full of people that can't help sits. You know, but that's Andrew. Andrew has a case of can't help sits. And, and I think, you know, if we were all honest, we have that same fire in our belly too. That's the calling all of us have is to have that, that fire of can't help sits. You know, and, and if we understand that we have a Jesus who loves us so much that chose to die for us, we can't help but live a life of gratitude. I mean, my goodness, look around this sanctuary. Look around the people that are here who love you and support you and sit with you and will hold you up in those times where you really desperately need to be held up. Look at this beautiful space that we can worship in freely, without fear, in all kinds of different styles. That's an amazing gift that we have in this place. Look at your family and your friends, your beautiful, healthy children. My God. If that isn't a case of can't help, it's gratitude, you know? And then think about the can't help, it's love that we've been given. You know, that, that we are now called to, to love our brother and sister and to not live lives of, of judgment and telling people, looking down our nose at them what we think they should do or be, but to live lives of, of true love and acceptance for all kinds of people, no matter who they are, what they are, and how they behave, because we have a Jesus who loved you that much. In spite of who you are, in spite of your history, your background, in spite of the color of your skin, in spite of everything, Jesus chose to love you that much. And if you get that, if you get that, you got to have that fire in your belly, you know? And so you've got to be like that African-American spiritual, you know, that you just got to sing out because if you don't, the rocks are going to do it for you. Because you got this huge case of can't help sits. Because you know what? The bottom line is, if you know that praise and that glory and their honor, there ain't no time to die, people. We got to be praising our Jesus right? Then pray with me. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of the podcast from All Saints Lutheran Church in Davenport, Iowa. Please know that you are welcome to visit and worship with us anytime you're in the Quad Cities. You can also find us online at www.allsaintsdavenport.org. We are missionaries proclaiming Christ, and we pray that you have a blessed week surrounded by his love.